0: We are back and we also saved football. This is Roman's Empire Pod, where all we do (laughs) is talk Chelsea and talk shit about Florentino Perez. Oh, thank (laughs) you, dude. I'm
1: glad we're all on the same page. I I was hoping Uh, you'd say that too. What a what a fucking asshole! I
0: don't think I've ever used the C word this early. The
2: explicit tag, it
0: it came out too explicit. it had to
1: come out i mean I, I i tag every single one of our episodes as explicit anyway so it's not
0: changing anything <laughs> anytime uh, i'm on the show it should be flagged as explicit just in case
1: i know and I, I mean i like that actually just came out naturally like i wasn't even like trying to be over the top with my explosives just <laughs> like that that's how i i mean when i saw that like i i get i get uh what's his name's uh tweets to my uh, to my phone who's the who's the italian fool yeah fabrizio. fabrizio right he he uh i have his tweets on notifications on and like he's been tweeting a lot of different quotes throughout the day that florentino perez said zero
0: context yeah and
1: i hadn't really I hadn't been keeping up but just the one time i look at my phone and i immediately get that notification and it's the first one i literally retweeted it from our account within like 10 seconds of him posting it i was like what is it it's officially on site like and and then i just then i realized dude we play them on tuesday we play them next week like this is this is building up for quite an event like it's it's that quote is going to get brought up like at least 50 times pre-match it's going to be crazy i'm
0: yeah i think i think the thing with him is that he is just so displaced from not only society, but I feel like this guy's living on another fucking planet in another fucking dimension in his own little bubble. Seriously.
2: Look, look man, it was 420 yesterday. I think he did <laughs> some real crazy stuff.
0: <laughs> man, over, and maybe it's edible?
2: still affecting him today because he even was speaking about how he doesn't care if Varon walks out of the club he talked about he's not even sure about Sergio Ramos's future now he might have to sell Benzema I'm like dude this guy's just off the rocker like he he can talk smack about Chelsea but I don't think Madrid fans are going to be happy about that plus he said that the super league is not over it's on hold because of the binding dude give it rest. this is listen done. man is it over
0: or is it not because every five seconds i hear something different and every other quote i hear out of florentino's mouth is saying something that contradicts the previous quote that he just said five minutes earlier so i really have no idea what i think i think it's at the point where you you know when you're in elementary school and there's that one kid that just can't lose you know you beat him five six nothing and you and, and he should just quit and just put him out of his misery or put himself out of his misery, but he just doesn't because he's so stubborn. And he knows he's gonna lose at the end of the day. I think I think that's exactly what Florentino Perez is. I think I I think he's just he's not only a deer in the headlights, he's more like a dead man walking at this point. And it's only a matter of time before, you know, he gets he the gets, axe. You think? Because of oh hundred percent what, what he's been doing with the Super League, or like in addition to that? I think I think. I think the ramifications of trying to start the Super League because, I mean, he was the main mastermind, right? So yeah. all the Allegedly, other teams are going to yeah, go. yeah, I think he was. Yeah. yeah. I think in terms of the clubs, they're going to go relatively unscathed in terms of punishments. Like, I was telling my brother this yesterday. There's no way the Premier League is not going to is going to go a season or two seasons without the revenue of the Big Six. And same thing with, you know, Italy and, and Spain, everywhere else. But and, and even a point think,
1: reduction would be a little bit harsh, I think like i think it yeah, the, like, the players'
2: manager had nothing to do with it it's not yeah, like they should be a fine or something at, at or, worst or they,
0: yeah. yeah yeah i i think i think the bigger issue is not what punishment the clubs will get but the punishment that individual people will get like ed woodward's probably the smartest guy in this whole equation uh since the super league got announced mind you because he did form the super league but he backed out and and put in his res- letter of resignation like relatively early on, which I think is a smart thing to do. Man, I don't
2: think it was his choice. I'm pretty sure that was a very forced thing, and I think he's just the first of many. I would yeah, not be shocked within exactly. the next seven days. You know, I don't think Bruce Bunge's job is safe.
0: No, no, I I think that whoever was in charge at Juve Agnelli, he's gone. Um,
2: well, so that so so that that one was reported that he had quit but then it came out that he had it and that one's a little tougher because apparently the agnelli family has been like the owners of juventus for decades so i think him much like florentino Perez, those guys and then laporta at barcelona who just became the club president again people like that are are, are
0: staying like,
2: there's How about zero chance he like he, he
0: he just becomes president and then he pulls this shit
2: oh but did you see his quote he said Oh, well, you know, nothing is official until our our members vote on something, and Barcelona yeah. is a public club, so of course he's like, oh, you know, our, our members are never going to pass this, so we're not in this until the vote is done. So he tried to wash his hands real quick, um, but anyway, we we should probably kind of go through this in a timeline fashion so that we don't repeat ourselves like 50 times Psalm.
1: Well, I I'll, I'll go I'll go first to that quote. Um the he said that only or oh, we're talking about uh, Perez again. He's saying that only 40 fans showed up to the bridge Chelsea fans and he was convinced that they were bust out or and handed out shirts. Like I I I saw someone post on Twitter a photoshop of him in uh infowars like like putting him in instead of alex jones like that, that that's exactly that was literally the first thing i thought too like this guy is like is he pushing some sort of conspiracy theory what's going on here like He's so
0: delusional he, he, he doesn't it's you. hard for
1: him to believe that like a group of fans are completely outraged by this idea <laughs> why is that hard
0: why is why well, is he
1: trying to push out a conspiracy theory it's crazy
0: well, well, for for all of our UK listeners, I, listen, we don't have to convince you guys that the protests were in fact very real, and those are real fans. But for the, for the American listeners, one of our Rep Ultras, Dylan, uh, who's actually in London, went to the protests the day of, and he was sending us pictures and um, kind of keeping us posted at it, as it was going on. And I think the most alarming thing about just the protest in general and the thing i noticed was it wasn't all chelsea fans there were brighton fans out there i saw a guy in a Leeds shirt he said there was a lot of arsenal fans it's spurs not Spurs fan yeah yeah and and this is the thing you know how bad of a fuck up this is when chelsea fans arsenals fans spurs fans and Leeds fans are all protesting together for the same cause mm-hmm. and uh, peter and Czech... it just kind of tells you everything you need to know
1: and and peter check was actually sent out there as like I, I mean i don't even know what word i could use to describe it like the sacrificial lamb just like threw him out to the lions and, yeah the sacrificial <laughs> lamb like threw him out to the
0: lions oh, and, no say so
1: just you know to calm everyone down you yeah, have a quote he says i know i know let the people work on it and figure it out you have to let the bus in this was before the the uh the brighton match so Uh, they weren't letting the buses in uh but yeah then and then i mean this was again reported by fabrizio Uh, apparently chelsea was the first team to announce that they would be withdrawing from the super league with man city following shortly thereafter then uh, atletico barcelona and eventually the whole thing just unraveled uh like like i actually predicted on our episode a couple of days ago, I thought nothing would come out of this and it would go away. Um, and I guess I was right. But you did ask you did ask me to put on my lawyer hat last time. And I know for a fact that there are going to be lawsuits. Down. There's going to be lawsuits yeah. for sure uh, against... I, I don't know if it's going to be Florentino Perez and the rest of Real Madrid suing the other members of the super league for backing out of this deal because i'm sure there's a from what i read there's a liquidated liquidated damages section which pretty much means it's it's a predetermined amount that you have to pay if you breach the contract so this is something that is going to have to I have no idea yeah i mean this is again i i saw it on twitter on a couple different sources saying stuff along those lines so that's going to be a lawsuit for sure and probably they're going to sue the leagues for, you know, exerting undue influence over the whole thing and pretty much forcing everyone's hands to back out of it. So I think there's going to be a lot of lawsuits going on. So, so Tom, not.
2: I ask you this, though, since quotes and interviews have been said by this same man that's trying to sue us, Florentino Perez,
0: oh, I he said it.
2: this is on standby. So can he even sue people
0: if While this isn't on
2: done? according to him since this is on standby and since you know they didn't present the project well and they're back to square one so so these are he's saying that these clubs are still there because their contracts are binding that this is on standby that the super league is not dead but it's just on hold can he sue anyone well he he has come out and these words came out of his mouth
1: him saying it's on standby that's his interpretation of the situation but he would be suing them because the other parties are intending for this to be over, and that's where that's where it would come into play because uh-huh, you yeah. know he's saying like this this we have a binding contract, we're supposed to go through with it, it's still going on like and the other people are not going to perform their end of the contract, so that's probably what it's gonna be if if there's if if he's smart he's gonna he will probably just lay low and not go through with that. But it could also be, because since he is the chairman of the uh, Super League, I wonder if he is representing that as like a, you know, like he's wearing a different hat. Like he's not, yeah. he's not Real Madrid's ma- uh, president while he's serving as the head of the Super League. Like it's two different entities, two different people. So I wonder if this was actually a plan of his. Wouldn't that even to... be a conflict of interest? No, like, it's not a conflict of interest. I mean, it's you. You can you can one of the members well, can. If, if you can he's still the
2: chairman, can not he also get countersued by UEFA for some sort sure. of you know breach of contract or something mm-hmm. like that on his end?
1: I would I would have to look at the contract. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know if That's there's key. anything like that in play because I, because the governing structure of UEFA is very confusing because. Doesn't UEFA they govern the the domestic leagues as well, right? They have some governmental Correct. authority mm-hmm. over the individual domestic
0: leagues. Some, but not all. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, all the ones, the, one, that the three. Yeah, the, and right. the
2: Champions League slash the Euros. So it they have governing power over Real Madrid, who are registered team under La Liga, who yeah, are registered under UEFA.
1: Right. It's it's just Premier League. Uh, La Liga and Syria; those are the three that I think what are involved with this. So they they they're definitely under that. So For sure. it's really and just, just using, the kind of I don't know how how it all works, like the EOC or what you're talking about last time or whatever that's called. ECA. ECA. Yeah. <laughs> I keep on. I keep on using the wrong acronym, but whatever that <laughs> is, I yeah. I never even heard of that until like this past couple of
0: days. Another thing to add, or another layer rather, um, the actual FAs. For each of these domestic leagues, they're gonna have some lawsuits on their hand, or they're gonna be suing. I'm I'm sure, trying to get some sort of reparations for the formation of the Super League. Well, that, I'm talking like the I'm, Spanish FA, the English FA. Well, that's uh, why everybody I'm confused. Involved. Like I I feel like
1: that I like I don't even understand whether UEFA they have governance over those like the FA and you know whatever the La Ligas thing is called. Uh, like I don't know I how like the, the Spanish, governing structure. Yeah. Whatever whatever the equivalent is in those two other leagues, I'm pretty sure UEFA is, like, superior to them. So that, that that's the only reason why I'm confused. Or, I mean, I'm just not sure how it's going to work out. But I'll I'll keep updated and let our listeners know if I hear of anything interesting. Uh, we got a Twitter question from Ron. He says, what does the club have to do here to ensure our support is not in vain? Hashtag Rap Ultras. Uh, Zach, what, what do you think? <laughs>
0: In vain. Oh man, I can write a whole Harry Potter length <laughs> series on what they Let's can get the do to abridged. Make, Let's get the abridged version. feel better. How about you just? How about you just make us feel a little appreciated and and kind of ha- like I I feel it, especially recently there's just been a disconnection from the club in terms of the relationship that the club has with its fans, um, and I think it started with sorry was probably like the first real one probably started with rafa benitez if i'm if i'm I'm gonna be honest because that was like the first manager that we hired where everybody was like what the fuck are we doing and we and and, you know i just feel like the decision making on the footballing level if they want to make our support not feel like it's in vain how about you put actual footballers to make those decisions for the club in terms of hiring and firing managers what type of players to bring in. How about having a manager that's not just a manager or having a manager that's not just a coach, but also a man manager who gets a say in who comes in and who goes out, who gets a say on the youth system, on loans? Um, I mean, I'm only scratching the surface here, man. Andres, I'm going to go on forever if I keep going.
2: (laughs) I'll keep it way simpler. How about actually issuing
0: an apology to the fans? I don't think that's good enough, though. They haven't,
2: though. They haven't even done that.
0: And use the the excuse that
2: the the Brighton match was happening while everybody was making all these, uh, you know, all the withdrawal posts. So Chelsea gets a pass on their messaging because they also had a, a match to play. But, you know, they messed up. Simple as that. And. Man United already has a new chairman that they need to look for. And Bruce Buck has done a lot, but he also needs to take this one on the chest. And I think that, unfortunately, his name is next. Or at least one of the many that needs to resign. You can't betray your fans the way these 12 individuals or group of individuals that represent these 12 clubs did. And think you can walk out. And say, oh, just kidding. We saved football. It's like, well, you're the reason that we got into this mess to begin with. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's just a matter of the people who made this decision need to leave.
1: I have two questions. I have two questions. How much do you believe that – because there's a lot of reports. The the, the different presidents of the different clubs – Saying that they weren't in the loop and weren't even aware of this deal and they were all being negotiated by the owners. How much do you believe in that? And then also the reports about Chelsea not not really being involved with the negotiating, but simply coming along because they didn't want to be left behind, pretty much. And they yeah. thought that they would have they would have so, lost out financially. So can we, I put in really quick on
0: this? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, so in terms of the apology, I don't think that's good enough. I think the, I think the person that needs to apologize is solely Roman Abramovich. Um,
2: I don't think he's the one that made the choice, though. He's so hands off with this sort of thing. Andre, the so much,
0: there's so much money at stake in joining the Super League. How would he not be involved in that decision? Because he's, a, he's a multi-billionaire the, he, he is, who has exactly. only money in his interests.
2: He delegates. He, he has Marina, Bruce. Um, yeah. So,
0: yeah, so yeah, he yeah, told
2: them – they told him this is for the benefit of the is, club. This is the
0: situation, and he said, where's, where's the dotted line and where's my pen? That's okay, it. Okay,
2: but, but they didn't present to him the situation that ensued, and I think – as the guy who just has to sign because his name is at the top, and somebody – and my two most trusted advisors come to me and they said, this is going to be amazing. This is great. Well, just, Don't worry about
0: were, it. There were reports that the owners were negotiating directly with each other. That, I, yeah, that's I, listen, what I am saying Listen, too. When JP Morgan and dazone are both involved, there's over $3 billion that were going to – that was going to go around with this deal that's if it strange. did in fact go through. Three billion dollars. Roman Abramovich is only has like a net worth of eight. The last time I checked, that was during COVID, and I think it went down during COVID. But whatever, you get my point. So that's a third of his net worth. This guy's gonna know exactly what the situation is and exactly what he's doing, just like all the other owners did. Liverpool's owner came out and did like this whole video apology. I didn't even know what the guy looked like until today. <laughs> and Hunter Henry, USA. Oh my God. But 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 here's <laughs> but but that's the thing. It's he kind of stepped up and said, hey. I dropped the ball. Here's my I'm sorry. You know, whatever. We well, fucked that's where up. it
2: starts. Again, if, yeah. if again, we don't know all the facts. But if, if I'm supposed to understand what has been reported by the usual people, Fabrizio and Matt Law and all these other people that are more in the know than we are, then apparently Roman's the one that said, fuck this, get us out of this, when initially he was told that this was going to be all fine and dandy. Like I, I, I'm i going to put the hope, hopeful hat there. But I think that, you know, Hunter Henry apology sucked. If you watch that video, that was stupid. Yeah, it was garbage. And, and the and that's why I'm saying But the apologies. That's... that's the minimum they can do. He did it. He put his face out there. There was written yeah. apologies and others. But Edward Woodward quit. So he doesn't even have to apologize. So like at the end of the day, like, I don't know how you punish these people directly besides them
0: losing their job and their yeah. income. You need to get sacked, but and, and Roman needs to apologize. And you're right, it's not enough, but at least it's a start. At least it's the first step in saying, "Hey, we're gonna do everything we can to 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 appease the fans." Because without the fans, actually, the club isn't shit. You know, it, it's it. I think they realize that football isn't fucking rocket science, and it's not all about the money. It's about the fans and and this is that th- this whole entire thing i mean just the fact that it got stopped by the fans is ridiculous but the the amount of repairing that they have to do for like for me personally my personal relationship with chelsea and my personal relationship with what happened i'm not getting over this for a long time man the last time i could think of something it, you know when magic johnson resigned as a lakers gm i wasn't even half as mad as i am now with this because this is just a whole other level of betrayal. So yeah, and, I want dude, the it, apology. Why does for it Ronan. why does it hurt you guys? It's it's. I feel like that was
1: hurting more the 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 fans of the smaller teams that were actually at risk of getting harmed by this deal. We weren't at risk of getting harmed by this so deal. This
0: ruins this ruins. Like like you hear that you hear that phrase, the essence of football. Yeah, it's cheesy, but football is the working man's game. It's a poor man's game. Yeah, Anybody but, can make it. It, 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 no no that's the but magic why are, of it but why you is go it into us the FA like club and third division teams knock out premier league teams and it's exciting you have cinderella stories you I have get it. that's not us that's not us those are yeah. other Some, teams. i'll give
2: you i'll give you why this bothered I me get it, it's though. because you and the three of us get up at weird times to watch these matches we read every news so let's get ourselves in the position we're at right now let's say we would have joined the super league we would not be watching brighton chelsea because we would be tanking right now this mm-hmm. would be a team of 17-year-old kids who we have no idea who they are we might know one name
0: that and the results fun.
2: don't matter
0: that would be fun hey, to what watch tom tom if you take roman <laughs> out of the equation oh, cool if you take that's roman good. out of the equation with chelsea football club and we're average like every other club in england and that's the point is we don't have this god-given right just because we have a filthy rich owner to sure, be at I the get top it. Of the pyramid i know i get all of that but that's and, not that, that's not offensive to week, us too. that's
1: offensive to other no. teams
2: no well, no, no. <laughs> I, I was telling you why it was offensive to us it's yeah, just simply that it. we we don't at that point we only no, care I about super league there, there will reach a point in the season where if we don't have the the premier league trophy in our grasp we would watch a third of the matches for the rest of the season because we're not hunting for top four anymore we're not, uh, yeah. you know, the, the things that we do to watch when we're not in tenders, We don't
0: give a shit about the youth players because it's win or bust. Yeah, There's no developing. The youth, the
2: youth system is dunzo because we will be so rich that our team is just, if we talk about mercenaries before, there would be even more of mercenaries now because they're only here for the money and for the Super League.
0: The managerial, managerial merry-go-round stays exactly the same. Nothing I, changes I, I, think there. It,
2: I think that's the one thing that would change because the manager doesn't get to quit. He gets to hit the reset button if he doesn't have a good season. Oh, That's man. the one thing that would change. You get I, one manager and you're like, okay, you get six years. You have to win three times. Oh, yeah. you didn't win the first three? Okay, you get a fourth year. Because again, it doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Position on the table wouldn't matter. Like mm-hmm. the, the, like they said in the poster that went viral, cold night at Stoke. The reason that matters is because from day one from week match week 1 to match week what is it 38, 38 we are fighting for every point to qualify for the big ticket. you
0: mm-hmm. You're spot and on, dude. When you
2: take that yeah. away, there's just no competition. It's just Yeah. Oh, we're not going to make it. All right, tank till next season. We'll you have, have the 4 billion dollars, time to rebuild again.
0: You have the NBA, you have the NFL, you have the MLB where you got the same teams that continue to resurrect themselves and go on title runs every five except, to seven except years Except, sick there's way. no
2: salary cap yeah, and there's exact. no draft to balance things out yeah so, yeah. so, so it makes Asking it even out. worse
0: mm-hmm. it, it, it'll make it even more top heavy in that respect because because now you already have a disparity i mentioned this last week real madrid manchester city all the big clubs you you throw their name in there one of the big clubs any of those 12 those clubs are significantly richer than everyone else already. Right now, and what yeah. They're, and what they're saying is right now, they're not getting enough money from FIFA. They want more money. They have this plan in this league that's going to give it to them and are also going to be able to you know, institute whatever you know, system they want in terms of knockout and this and that. But now that gap that's already huge is getting even bigger. And now all those clubs that are not only getting left behind now, but now they're now they're going to be completely dissolved, and and, and that's the issue. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, and, also and, think, go yeah, go for it. I no, just no, go
1: i, I, I going to say, I think also another thing is that they're more concerned about the global audience rather than mm-hmm. their fan base yep. and people like because we're going to watch every single Chelsea match no matter what, and then any other any other smaller team their fans are gonna watch their game no matter what. So when you when you when you have a you know a what a power one of the big twelves playing, you know, some Russian team in, in the Champions League, that that is not gonna get much viewership compared to, you You're know, Madrid versus yeah, Liverpool your four average times a year. Exactly. Year. Your av- yeah, yeah, your average fan. Your average soccer viewer is not gonna watch that random game if it's not their team. But if it's mm-hmm. like the PSG Bayern matchup <laughs> well, that was a game that everyone wanted to watch. We did, we couldn't watch it because that was at the same time as the Chelsea match. But that—that's definitely what they're more concerned about. They're more concerned yeah. about what the global viewership is going and, to be of their matches, and that—that's that, right. so, that's, so that's one thing I had a problem that's with. That's
2: step one, right? They focus on the global. So what says that five years down the road, these owners, which now you've you talked about making a global game, they say, okay, we're gonna play a month all in australia then we're going to play a month all in
1: america gonna
2: oh america we're going to play a month i like America.
1: so you, then what's, gonna, what's gonna stop them
2: from uprooting chelsea out of west london and abramovich uh-huh. is like you know what let's put it in st petersburg because i can't even go to the uk like that's what that's <laughs> what this would eventually go to and that's what like you said it doesn't affect us because unfortunately we don't live In the same city where we can wake up every day, walk into the underground and end up at SW6 to watch them live. But it does to, uh, you know, the people that are part of this Chelsea supporters trust that people like Dan Silver, who who Zach has met, whose whole family has been Chelsea for over 100 years.
0: Yeah, he is as diehard. As a fan, he's the most diehard fan I know. I can't think of anybody like, that has someone like, like that.
2: Like, we, again, we weren't yeah, born there. We were adopted oh God.
1: into it. You guys it. think too but, much of yourselves. They deserve an apology, not us.
0: <laughs> no, I, don't, don't over no, no, no. They, they do. Honestly, <laughs> the, honestly, guys like Dan deserve the apology more yeah. than anybody. I mean, like, seriously, somebody that's it, been going to the bridge for 30 plus years, who's, it, whose family's been going to the bridge for 50, 60 plus years, I mean, probably more. It come on I mean,
2: it's I, I, this is the one time where i say that the the local fans deserve more than the quote unquote mm-hmm. armchair foreign fans
0: yeah for sure for sure because this move was actually made to appease us yeah definitely. right. yeah well, because, see, yes. because, yes. because yeah. to them to them to them the global audience doesn't care about the tradition they don't care about those nights in stoke like you're talking about they don't care about the you know lo- the london derbies against west ham and crystal palace and they don't, they, don't even, they don't even know
1: about the fact that you have to finish yeah. top four. Like, like, like once once city that's claims the Premier concept. League title, people are gonna be like, "Why are they still playing? Like, is like what, yeah, what does man, it matter? It's on. like, dude, all there's American still so fans, much to play for. <laughs> every American that's fans, the beauty every... of it.
2: Like, yeah, that's that's what makes football football. And at the end of it, like Zach said, it's corny and stuff, but th- throughout the whole season, it all matters. And mm-hmm. you know. We we go back to the version of what American sports are. I'm a Rockets fan and I'm not watching anymore because it's over. I know there's nothing to watch and we're yeah. not even like halfway through the
0: season. I mean I could like Almost I could done. attest. I'm 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 a, I'm a, just as big of a Laker fan as I am a Chelsea fan. Shocker to everyone that's listening right now. But when the Lakers suck, I don't watch their games. Why would I want to watch a bunch of scrubs who I know aren't gonna be here next year? What do you mean you, know, you it, just bought it, you just bought tickets to watch watch them play? <laughs> last week come on what are you talking uh, about man we're good this year bro no listen with uh in regards to what i just said like it it, it just kind of came to my mind too like that is also a possibility where uh-oh the team sucks this year what we'll do is we'll play all of our youth players we will literally sell nine of our senior team guys who are getting too old are over the hill or just aren't good enough and we'll bring in nine new senior team players to kind of throw in and blend in with these youth team and boom, we'll win the Champions League in two seasons. That's exactly what every team is going to start thinking of if those those 12 teams will be 12 man cities and 12 or 12 PSGs same thing, and that's pretty much it.
2: The term proper Chelsea would legitimately be dead.
0: there is no chelsea. I mean with the super League, there is no like proper Chelsea. what yeah. is what's 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 Chelsea about? joining a fucking european super league and like and and football in general man said it last week fucking aston villa wolves Leeds. those are the teams that were succeeding back then you know Mm -hmm. x amount of years ago who's to say that in 10 15 years chelsea's still going to be at the top maybe newcastle has a new rich owner that has a lot of oil money Maybe uh, Sevilla <laughs> gets bought by someone else to ha- there's there's so many – like and listen, it's going to happen. People are going to buy other teams, and other teams are going to get rich. So what? You have this 12 now. It's only going to expand to 16, then 20, then 24, then 28. Now all of a sudden you only have 30 soccer teams in all of Europe.
2: Yeah, well, I, I want to change gears though because it is supposed to be happy news, and football is alive and well. And our season still matters. Also, so wait,
1: you wanted to switch on. over to happy news and get into the Brighton match? Like, that's no, no, definitely I just want not to change happy. The
2: tone, the tone of the fact that we saved football. Uh, oh yeah, football is yeah. alive. Like,
0: oh yeah, we're we're we, still we, mad about, about Cup, what they
1: did.
2: The World yeah. Cup still matters. The Champions League still matters. we
0: wait to watch the World Cup in December.
2: And uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And
0: the frozen um, World Cup. That, that was what sarcastic. I was going to
2: say is, you know, the the big complaint in all this, like. We all knew at the end of the day, this was going to be like, like Psalm said, I don't want to say we, because I was depressed, but like Psalm said, this was going to get resolved. Lord and behold, the Champions League and UEFA found four more billion dollars to spread around. Like they <laughs> that found happen? money. They said this, they came out and they said there's going to be more money to go around. So <laughs> just as they announced a new format, they also announced, yeah. Oh, Hey, we found more money. So that's the that one the thing
1: I—that's I, the one thing I agreed with the Super League. Like they—they're they're taking too much of a cut. They when the teams could reasonably like organize all of this themselves, you know, they don't need that middleman to take the cut for organizing everything. Yeah,
2: and the money—the money's there. Yeah. The money's coming. Like Waifu, I think waFA learned their lesson too. They need to pay the people that get them paid. So.
1: Yeah, which is, it's, which is so true. I think that's also like merit. You know, there's merit to that. You know, I'm not watching Mitchy Land versus – I don't even remember the name of the teams. But uh, – well, that was Europa League, but still. Uh, like Even <laughs> more so the case. The no game. one's – yeah, no one's watching Europa League. I mean I'm not watching Europa League unless Chelsea's in it to be completely honest. Uh, so, like,
2: But then again, you have teams – you know, you, you do start you watching when – Ajax makes it out of the group, and then all of a sudden Ajax is in the quarterfinals beating Real Madrid, and then everybody starts watching that team. So for sure, so it, it goes both ways. At first you don't care, and then when it's newsworthy you care. So everyone loves a Cinderella story, and we yeah, can keep like that Cham- alive for at like least. it's
1: like March Madness too. All right, uh, yeah, let's let's move ahead. Brighton, uh, I I was my mind was so distracted during, because during this match, because of the whole withdrawing from super league thing. And (laughs) like, I was just like trying to see what was going on with that. And the match was so boring. And like, it it just like felt just like, felt like the match didn't even happen in my opinion. Like this, like it was, it was nil nil. It, it, It might as well have not
0: even happened. Um, I, the match started, I looked up, I looked back down at my phone for 45 minutes. I heard the halftime whistle. Halftime <laughs> started. I looked up. I looked back down at my phone for like 30 minutes and I watched the last 15. Yeah, it, I, I, was I was like, I paid to t- like intently
1: focus in yeah. the last 10 minutes because that Were was. you guys part yeah.
2: of that 16 to 24 year old group that Florentino Perez said doesn't watch the whole 90 minutes of soccer?
0: <laughs> Definitely uh, older than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Florentino Perez, definitely. That that's a guy that knows what he's
1: talking about, definitely. Um, let's go through the starting lineup real quick. Surprising start. Kepa remains in goal after keeping a clean sheet last match. Uh, Rudiger, Zuma, and Christensen in the back line. Uh, our fullbacks are Marcus Alonso on the left, Reese James on the right. Midfield duo, Jorginho and Mason Mount with the, Jount. With the double double pivot appearance something that i never thought would happen mountinho mountinho joao (laughs) that's literally joao mountinho yeah Yeah. uh okay uh christian then in front three of pulisic havertz and ziesz um we'll start off with keppa obviously i think that's the most shocking well mount actually was probably the most shocking but keppa um Sticking with the El Capo look uh, <laughs> is looking like the boss, um, but it's it's just it's just really strange. I I I I can't. What what? I'll start with you, Andreas. What's what's going on through Thomas Tuchel's mind when he's making the decision be- between starting <laughs> one? of the, I mean, I'm not asking this like like su- facetiously, but yeah, no, like, no actually. I, I, I... Like what you know? I mean,
2: I think you gotta. It's one of those things where it's tough to, you know, you have your cup keepers and stuff like that. But when, when a player performs, it's tough to, you know, it's it's almost hard not to play them again. And technically, this should have been a win, right? You know, if, if the Super League isn't a thing, I think we have a different result here in this match. And Kepa deserved a start. He got a clean sheet against Manchester City. How do you tell him that he doesn't get to play at least one more game afterwards, especially when it's Brighton? And to just reverse it, Mendy has gone through a, a really like I think, monu- not monumental, that's not where I'm looking for, but very important run of matches for Chelsea prior to that where it was Porto twice, the Crystal Palace match. So and the loss to West Brom, all sandwiched in there, you know. Sometimes you need a mental break too. Oh, so I thought. Man.
1: Was I'm not five, that. He gave Why up not? five goals. He gave up five goals when? against West Brom. He gave up five goals against West Brom, or or Chelsea. Was, I mean, was, was he not standing in goal? Was he not standing in goal? He left five past him. No, but he left five past him. It's, it doesn't happen often. And mm. the fact is, Listen, Kepa's
2: not going to like. Look, Kepa got a clean sheet. If, if a striker gets a hat-trick, yeah. he gets to play, play to him.
0: No, no, no. I, I, look, I'm, I'm, I just don't buy the, oh, he needed an elongated break. No, he had his rest. He missed a cut match. He comes right back in the week after. He's going to start for
2: West Birmingham. Like At the end of the yeah. day, like Kepa, Kepa got his two games. Now you put, put Mendy back in. But I'm sorry. like People get freaking tired. Like I think it's fair that a goalkeeper also needs to just chill out
1: mentally he does
2: run i get it but like he has to be i think a goalkeeper's job is a little bit harder mentally than physically because the guy has mm-hmm. to be ready for anything for 90 minutes and when it's a chelsea defense you legitimately have to re- be ready for 90 minutes to have potentially one chance come at you out of nowhere
0: yeah and <laughs> thus because it's chelsea. nine times out of ten it usually goes in when kepa's in goal but for this game he actually kept him out which was kind of nice right I'm they the, should my have had like three.
2: That a nice break. He deserves that too. Yeah,
0: I guess. I I think I could shit on Tuchel a little bit more if we conceded, but we didn't. So yeah. fair play. He had some
2: good saves, and if anything, I would have. My my thing that would have pissed me off is the fact that Christiansen didn't play in the middle of the back three, mm-hmm. and Zuma should not be. In the middle I didn't.
0: Of the back three. I didn't understand that because he was getting worked by Welbeck. Welbeck kept spinning him every time he'd get the ball to feet. He'd spin him. And I just think Christensen could defend that a little bit better. I think he has like that lateral movement. I I just think he could deal with that more, as opposed yeah. to Zuma. Zuma's like straight line fast, but I don't know, man. He doesn't yeah. want that knee to buckle. Yeah, no. I, feel you. That, I think he's. Well, I think I, with Zuma, he's too big to turn a corner. You know what I mean? He's so massive. He's huge. So
1: like I'm you know. You. Andre, like Christensen, in the in, in should have been in the middle for sure. I think that's the one thing. Yeah.
2: That's the like, one place I want Christensen. I don't want him right. anywhere else. Anywhere else. True. In the middle. So I don't
0: want yeah, him in the I don't Tiago. want him on the left. I don't want him on the right. I want him in the middle of a back three Shit. only. Well, even if what if what if Tiago's in too? Then we have Dave on the right and Rudiger on the left. <laughs> really? You wouldn't play both of them together? No. Ever? No. I think I think I I think Dave. Also, to be fair to him, I think Dave is just a lot more comfortable on that side and tends to play riskier passes down that right-hand side, like down the right flank. He plays the ball into the channels like he could clip it through. Granted, he's not that great at it, but Christensen just wasn't even looking for that. And when he did look for it, he would try to play to feet. And you cannot – the amount – okay, this is – I'm going to go on a little tangent. The amount of times Hakeem Ziyech got played to feet in this game – was absolutely like it was ridiculous i don't know how someone didn't point it out i don't know how he didn't point it if i was him i would tell everybody stop passing me the damn ball if my back's a goal do not pass me the ball he's useless when his back's a goal especially in the premier league like he was getting muscled off of everything and i know brighton was playing with five center backs but <laughs> sheesh man like change the way change up the way you play occupy a different space. Pick up different positions, make different types of runs, but do not ask for the ball to feet when your back is to goal and you weigh, what like 130 pounds soaking wet. It's just it, no. It, that that drove me nuts in this game. Yeah. It just completely ruined the pattern of play. Every time it went down the right hand side and wound up with Ziyech, boom, pattern of play is ruined. All right,
1: let's let's talk a little bit about Mason Mount. I'm I'm giving him a pass here because. I think he's still getting accustomed to this new position. He He's played in the same either left or right. Um, those left or right 10 spots for every match that he's played under Tuchel. So, uh, you know, this is something that Andreas had been wanting for so long. Uh, and I think that he, he, he th- we were lacking a lot just by missing him in the front three because he's not getting in the same spaces that he was uh, when he was playing up top. Uh, and you just, I mean, Andres, this this, you were the one who, who had been calling for a double pivot with uh, featuring Mason Mount for quite some time. Uh, what'd you think about what you saw? And do you think that this is something that we should see more moving forward or will we see more?
2: Yeah. Um, not with Jorginho and here's why because mason mount needs to be he needs to have the freedom to go forward and when your partner is Jorginho, you have to keep an eye over your shoulder the whole time if this was conte beside him it might have looked a little bit different because then the the ball progressing role is more on mount than it would be on conte but i agree with you in the fact that the front three was just not the same without him there he and i and i've mentioned this you know we talk on the Discord a lot with our rep ultras, you know, Mount could do a shift in midfield. How come Tuchel doesn't even see him as a in a double pivot option? And the one thing I've always said is maybe it's the fact that Mason Mount pressures the ball really well. And and the way the 3-4-3 three, three, or 3-4-2-1 three, under Tuchel works is defense starts from the front three. And, and that energy and engine that, that Mount brings when we lose possession is far more important in that first line of pressure than it is in the second line. Mm-hmm. And and again, we talk about, you know, Mason Mount being good at at these run, runs late into the box, but again, when he's next to Jorginho and Jorginho is the one that has to touch all the get all the touches and and, and kind of progress the ball, Mason Mount is then a bit useless because he has to then cover the space behind the other guy. I think for the rest of this season, and and this might be a harsh reaction because nobody looked good this this week. I think you keep Mason Mount in that front three until we play with a midfield three next season and a back four. You need to have Mason Mount doing the pressure because that's how we're that is current our current successful identity is the front three pressure. They force a bad pass. The double pivot slash back three collect. That's that's how we win the ball back always. And without Mason Mount up there leading the charge, I think the other two were who again? The front three was Ziyech,
0: Havertz who is and
2: not good at that, and, and then Havertz and Pulisic. Again, that's two people pressing because Ziyech is not going
0: to do that. Havertz for like a half-ass press even wasn't even like a press i'd say yeah so i think that was the most frustrating thing about the game honestly it was just a lot because brighton were giving us chances in the first half they gave us three so imagine if we had mount up there probably could have turned that three into five or six now all of a sudden we convert one or two and boom we walk away with a win i don't know i i think once I saw Mount in there in a double pivot, I was excited and I saw Jorginho's name next to him and then my excitement immediately left my body almost instantaneously. I just kind of had a bad feeling about it to begin with. I think I think in terms of Mount progressing the ball forward, that just can't happen. You cannot leave Jorginho by himself. Um, and I think Kovacic gets away with it because he's a much better dribbler than Mount. He's much more evasive. So he, can, he gets himself out of a lot of tricky situations that... I don't think any other player on our team could really get out of besides maybe Pulisic or Cho, but um, yeah, I, I don't want to see him at the double pivot again, unless I see him next to Mason Mount, um, even N'Golo or, or uh, N'Golo Kante, excuse me. Um, even if it's Kovacic, I still don't think I'd be too comfortable with it. Uh, I think that would still be pretty lightweight and, and to be fair, and this is a criticism of Tuchel, um, I don't really think we had any other options, but the lineup in general was pretty lightweight against a team that we know is going to try and beat, beat us up. So, you know, besides our three center backs and maybe Marcus Alonso, just for size, um, we just got kind of manhandled and that, and that was a big I, mistake.
2: I mean, I think, I think we were between a rock and a hard place sort of thing. Conte just is not fully fit. And he played the full 90 at man city. Kovacic is out. And you're talking about size. Jorginho uh, imagine a Jorginho Gilmore double pivot. I mean Yeah. That's that's e- minuscule. That is e- our even smallest if we got min-
0: that, even if we got that physicality up top with like a Giroud from the get go or a Tammy Abraham, possibly.
2: I, I thought there just wasn't enough rotation to an extent. The the Man City match was was an exhausting one. And,
0: and it was played to perfection, mind you.
2: Right. So so these guys were on for 90 full minutes on a very tough match. Yeah. I think this this should have been a far more rotated side to let the main guys in Tuchel's head get a rest. So you're right. Tammy or Jerude should have started. Uh, Zies got the start. So, you know, he got to, to come in. But I was thinking someone sure. like Hudson Adoy at the right side could have done a little bit more reese james again yes solid defensively and you don't want to lose the game but at the same time there was nothing going forward and if brighton is going to play a six foot four left wing back
0: six seven that guy I looked him up whatever really? six foot seven is huge, he's a small forward in the nba he's six, put, seven. put, he's put six, a quick seven. fast
2: guy that's going to run circles around him again that guy's not there to attack. There's no way they're they're bringing a six seven left wing back to to actually go forward.
0: And he's actually Nobody left wing the back. Like he gets up and down. It's insane. Yeah, saw him. I just looked him up. Dan Byrne, six foot seven. What a
1: legend! Vision wow. wow. Uh, I mean, the thing with Cho also, it's interesting, considering how much he was featured in our starting eleven when Tuchel first came. And now he's only started one match in our last five i mean he's only he's only played in two of them he he starred in Crystal Palace, didn't come on for the West Brom, neither Porto match or the city match um so I thought this would have been a great chance for him to get a run out but um I don't know uh well, you mentioned Tammy and we did we got a lot of questions regarding Tammy when uh of course when we go when we go two matches without scoring a goal then uh you know the questions start coming up you know Havertz misses an Where's easy chance yeah Havertz misses an easy chance it's a right to keeper um and begs the question uh you know add add black emoji ask this question he says how long can Tammy be be left oh, sorry let me go back. How long can Tammy being left out be justified when we aren't scoring? Uh, so, Zach, how long can we keep it up? What's Listen, going on
0: Tammy? It Tammy? Every week, it kind of changes, doesn't it? I mean, you get one really good showing from Havertz, and you're like, oh, okay, I think we could ride this out. I think he could kind of jump into vein of form. And no. um, the bottom line is, in this game, I don't think – Any mix of players would have done the trick just because of the outside distractions that were going on and um, Mind you they were playing at Sanford Bridge, so I'm sure they heard. I'm sure they heard it uh, from the stadium Um, But in regards to Tammy I just don't know what Tuchel doesn't see I mean, granted, Tammy's performances weren't good under him, and he doesn't necessarily represent the prototypical Tuchel cool striker. He likes his strikers to be fluid, where they could play to left and the right, they could drop off, they could play up top, they could run in behind. And Tammy really could play with his back to goal, or he could run in behind, but he doesn't have the playmaking ability, and he doesn't have the ability to shift left or right. He's kind of handicapped like Giroud is. Um, and unfortunately for him, he just Tuchel keeps leaning on Giroud because, one— he gave him the production instantly when he first came in, and you know his his reputation kind of speaks for himself. World well, Cup winner, Euros winner, blah blah blah. Um,
1: and the physicality of Giroud compared to Tammy, I mean it's it's not it's not even comparable. I think, like the sizes, yeah, I think, the size obviously Tammy's got to be, but you're talking about. Playing bigger players against them, like you got to play mm-hmm. stronger players. Like I think like Drew should have been the guy. Yeah. Like he, he he's got that over Tammy. Tammy, unfortunately, like you're you're saying his back to back to goal kind of hold up play. He improved on it a little bit, but it, that's
0: that's a, I don't know. He, he falls over a I lot. I don't think. And... I don't think either of them would have either won us. I, I, I yeah. I I don't think. Sammy or Giroud would have won us a game. I agree, I, I agree with that. I don't I think that was the that. issue. I wasn't watching this game and thinking, "Man, we really need a striker." No, okay. but it, it, it's not that we missed five or six really good chances. We missed one chance all game. Giroud um, had a chance too.
1: The one that was oh, crossed back a little bit farther out, like a, and that. But that's yeah, like a that's yeah. like a tough finish. Just, one that he just he,
0: came in. Right. It was. It
1: was a. It's a. It was a tough finish, but like one that he's put away many yeah. times with that left foot. But uh, I mean, I thought it was. I thought I was for sure gonna go in. I think but
0: the issue was we just weren't we, we weren't creating jack shit, man. And Where they, did we really They created create?
1: a lot of. It was hectic in the last ten yeah. minutes.
0: The La fact La, that La Lana,
2: Lalana sent us a a thank nice little God. blessing with that miss.
1: Yeah, thank God. I mean, that would have that would have made it worse if Lalana was the one to score it. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It's uh, it was it was it was definitely not the best finish but the draw was good enough to put us back in fourth place Could oh by f- the way
2: sorry i didn't i didn't really get to answer that sorry real quick. i ahead. was just gonna My say bad. that i i give it the west ham match if we beat west ham it gets another pass because that's a big match if we can't beat west ham and tammy doesn't feature then then it's He's time ready. to like something has to change at that point because then our season is in big shit so he deep starts shit. against
0: Real. And, and and, and keep in mind, he hasn't been anywhere near Tuchel's team, and he's still our leading goal scorer. And he hasn't in played league. in the last, like, yeah, in the league. And he hasn't played for the last, what, like, I'd say we played at least 10 league matches so far. So his Tuchel first start is against Real in Champions League? In no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 Time out, time out. No, I'm not talking about cup competitions. I mean, if we lose to West Ham, he needs to he needs to play the next Premier League game. Let me clarify.
0: Okay. Our, we need our, to play the next it's, game. It's if we lose the West Ham. It's different.
1: No, because the next game after is against Real, bro. And he's not. He's not. His first match back from being out no, of the or, lineup or, for or, months or, or, or is or not going to be okay. against Real. If we
0: worst case scenario, worst case scenario, we draw points to West Ham. We have to start Giroud against against Real. Then it'll have to be Giroud. And I could actually see that, that possibly happening too. Yeah.
1: I don't know why I can't find... Oh, this is why I'm trying to find... Tammy last played
2: in February 20th against Southampton. February?
1: Where he started the
2: match and was pulled at halftime.
1: So, Fulham is our next Premier League match. Perfect match for Tammy to come in. He probably scored a couple goals against them back in the championship when he was uh, balling up out there. But, uh... That's, uh... Shit. I'm, uh... I, I'm I think I think both of you guys are right like it, it, if if we do if we do struggle scoring the next two matches I think it's worth a shot especially against this team like Fulham, but Like I was saying before we're we're in fourth place We're in the we're in the driver's seat right now to finish top four. We just can't fuck mess up <laughs> again Oof. the rest of the season Uh, but Looking at the gold differential right now, uh, well, uh, I can't Yeah, an advantage why. of 8. Yeah, eight, plus we have plus eight.
0: 19, They're plus 11. Okay. Eight we're we're plus 8 above West Ham. That's west what's keeping hand. us in fourth.
1: Okay. Tottenham I'm not afraid of. <laughs> Liverpool, no. maybe. Uh, but as Andreas will tell you, Liverpool's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, but we got another question. This one's from Ron. He says, did we play like crap because we were tired? Was it a bad lineup or because the heads weren't in the game due to uh, Super League? I think it's a yeah. little bit of both. It's, yeah,
2: it's, a, it's a little bit of all three. And, and, you know, say what you will that these players, oh, they're, they're they're ready, their heads were in it. I think it was Allison Becker, not the goalkeeper, the, the female reporter. She was saying that the whole day – Players have their heads down on their phones trying to find out what was going on with Super League and honestly I don't blame them if if something comes up out of nowhere and the rumors are that I can't represent my country because my current bosses decided to make a call on my behalf I would be on the phone with my agent ASAP and, and to figure out what the hell I'm gonna be doing with my career after and they're telling summer. you
1: and they're telling you you got to play an extra game a week too
2: <laughs> that's another thing yeah. too so so another thing to add to the table Hey, Ballistics. remember those
0: hamstrings you keep pulling yeah about
2: that good luck telling Blizzard one he can't play for the usa and then another thing that hey by the way you might get more injured so yeah it, i think Maybe it's, they something it's only
0: know treatment that we don't that's why they're going through with this
2: yeah, the the Brighton That's players were not affected by by the Super League whatsoever, and I believe they were still on, <laughs> they're they're still trying. No, I don't mean that as an insult. I know, but, You're
1: right but
2: they're they're also trying to make sure they got have enough of a gap to like stay away from relegation. So they're just as invested in their league finish as we are, except that because of the Super League, nobody in the squad was worried about it because up until. Minutes before kickoff, that game potentially meant nothing because top four would have meant nothing. So, yeah, Partying I think it's that. That a tough, a tough match against Man City. You know, like these players are coming off such a high. You know, we we're in the Champions League semis. We are now in the FA Cup final. Skirt Plot twist. You may never get to play an international game. Top four doesn't matter. Yeah, um, Champions League might get canceled. Uh yeah, so uh, will you guys play in a few hours. How do you feel?
1: I wouldn't be I, able to get my head right after all game, that. Game.
2: This game is a wash. Twenty bucks Saturday. We see a very motivated, very different Chelsea side.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about that. I think now that all this this nonsense is settled, uh, there's there shouldn't be any worry about whether they're able to get up for it. It's gonna it's gonna happen, especially. With with what's on stake against a team like West Ham, where they're sitting in the table right behind us, uh, so let's, let's let's move ahead to our Twitter questions. Uh, this one's from our homeboy Prashanth. Uh, he says, "Our club's best finisher is not in the squad. Fight me, but I would take two-yard tap-ins for three for three points rather than sexy flicks, headers, one, and running channels." Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. he referring is he referring to Tammy as the best finisher? <laughs> that, I think
0: he is. Is, is he is he the I mean, yeah. best
1: finisher? I think he is.
2: I maybe. I don't know if he has the highest XG and all that, but he's got the most G. goals out he's tied with Mason Mount in less games for most goals in the Premier League for Chelsea.
1: Maybe maybe Which in is, comparison to our other players, he's an elite finisher. <laughs> in comparison but i mean we just had we just had this tammy conversation but it was a great it was a good question uh here's an here's another one from brew at brew daddy adam b is this has this guy written a question before this is a first time question or uh i think it is a first timer oh so welcome thanks for uh thanks for writing in hopefully you're listening to this episode you get your shout out (laughs) uh he's he asks what does Cho have to do to consistently start? It's getting ridiculous at this point, so I mean, I brought it up earlier it's been he's only started one out of our last five matches uh and this was only his second time playing in those five matches and I thought each time he he's played he's looked phenomenal and he hasn't he hasn't the the weird thing is that he hasn't done anything to lose his spot. Whereas there's a lot of players still getting in every day who have done a lot to lose their spot, but still retain it. Uh, but I'll, yeah, Andreas. Yeah. So think?
2: so here's I know in the last five he hasn't started, and and he should have started the Brighton match, and he he started Crystal Palace. So Porto twice and Man City. It's a total it, it, again. Tuchel keeps playing him at wing back, and. I'm trust me what I'm about to say in the next question is going to shed a little bit of light, but those games you have to be a lot more secure at the back because you can't be so open and risky when those games are elimination matches. You know, we, the Porto matches in the man city were do or die. And, and at the end of the day, Reese James is the better defender. I think that is the reason why in the last five matches, he only played crystal palace in terms of Brighton. I don't know. I I really thought he was going to start today in this match. So I don't have an answer for that, but I think that to his detriment right now, the system is, it's partly the system. And then for a couple matches there, it seemed like we had found a solution in the front three with Havertz, Pulisic and Mount. So put those two alongside with the fact that, like I said, Tuchel prefers to use him as an extra width and attack as a as a wing back. The last five matches just have not been for him. But what does Cho need to do? I mean, like we said earlier, if we need goals, he'll get a chance at the front three again because we need to. You need you need to score to win games. So I I just think he needs to keep doing what he's doing, and eventually somebody's gonna fall out of favor.
0: Been really nice to have him in the Brighton match, like you said. I just think his skill set would have been perfect, man. When he first came into the team, especially as a wing back, he, it was such a different look to the traditional three-four-three that teams were seeing. To the point where, when the ball would get shifted out to them, their defense would almost break down immediately. <laughs> like having a winger out there just completely messes up the balance of of, of your defense. I guess you can say if you're Talking from an opposition's point of view, but it could have come in handy against Brighton. I think I, I think he's been underused in that position. Honestly, um, something I'd like to see more of um, is maybe a little bit more Cho at right wing back, and then maybe we can see Reece James slot in as like a right center back where he played for a lot, uh, where he played a lot of his youth career. Um, maybe even center mid if we're gonna, you know, if these injuries are gonna be something a little bit more long term. But it just gives us more options to rotate. The relationship with Cho is interesting, though, because, you know, you had that whole substitution at halftime fiasco, and you see all these pictures and images of Cho, you know, or of Tuchel with his arm around Cho, and Cho reposts all of them. They seem to have, like, a really positive relationship, but it's not translating to minutes for him, so it's kind of weird uh, looking at it from the outside in. But Just as of recently, though, just as of recently,
1: it's not been that way during I the whole think... time. Just the last five matches. I don't think it's ridiculous that he's not starting,
0: though. Yeah, because look I at the look crazy. at Like look at Reece look James at the position playing out of his skin. Right,
1: yeah. like exactly, exactly. The, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, with, with with the other positions, we're struggling to find someone who is excelling in that position. So he's he's forced to rotate, playing some guys some extra matches. Both Reese James, you know what he brings defensively. It makes it makes more sense why he gets selected over Cho, uh, for, for more matches, and I mean, but I would like to see him play on the wing. Like I would have loved to see him play, uh, on the right on the right instead of Ziyech. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah, Ziyech, Ziyech nice. probably gets that just based on on his you know his 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 uh performance against City. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's, he's scoring the game winning goal and. You know, it's hard. It's hard to take him out after that. Um, we actually literally right, right. The second we just got a Twitter question from Russell Saunders. Uh, and it, I just didn't want to forget it. So I'm going to read this one right now. This is a good one. He says, could you, could you ever imagine a podcast <laughs> about baseball by non-Americans referring to a team as Los Angeles? Would that be painful? Rather than saying Angels or Dodgers, my point, as I've mentioned before, to either one of the like twins, probably me, United or Wednesday, both in Sheffield. I, I mean, I got two. I got two two responses to that. First of all, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Okay, so you if you're saying if you if you're the saying the it. Los Angeles baseball team. You know you're talking about the Dodgers. If I said Los Angeles of An- Anaheim, then I'm talking about the Angels. Second of all, Sheffield United plays in the Premier League. Sheffield Wednesday plays in the Championship. So if I say Sheffield, I I I, I want you to be able to make that connection and understand which one I'm talking about, because it shouldn't be that tricky to figure it out i know i know there i know that there are two and and it's confusing it could be very confusing if i don't specify which one but if i'm talking about the premier league right now and i say sheffield there's only one team i could be referring to and that's sheffield united so if if it's causing you confusion i I apologize but i think that's on your end it's not ours i'm sorry about that
0: (laughs) That oh, was Russell, a great question. I love this one.
1: <laughs> I think that's my best answer, my best response so far. <laughs> so
0: far, yeah, it's
1: pretty good. But it's also one of his best questions so far too. So I got to give was.
0: him credit for that too. I like the hypothetical. <laughs> but it's true. If, if I say Sheffield, true. but 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 listen, it, what what he's saying is also true. What is is it? because you have to specify where it's made just in England in England it's it, in England it's the same i mean we just talked about footballs and cycles i mean last season they were what were they in the same league last year no sheffield united was in
1: the cha- it was in the premier league Or oh, oh, 2 season. years ago 2 years ago two whatever years ago. Whenever it was yeah sure. Yeah. but anyway i i'll i'll try my best to to clarify which one i'm referring to when i say sheffield i hope something comes up like involving sheffield wednesday and chelsea for and before our next episode so i'll have to reference them and then i'll just say sheffield and i'll actually confuse everyone uh but let's go on to the next question this one's from at trail wolf trail wolf this was the one who like tweeted randomly saying i'm sitting in my car uh got off a long day of work got a got a Dairy Queen, whatever Frosty, and I'm listening to Roman's Empire podcast. Right, that was this guy. Yeah, and then he didn't yeah, even so tag. He didn't even tag us. He just so, tweeted so, Roman's Empire. How did you find him?
2: So Trey, I, I follow him. He lives up in Dallas. He's actually the host of the True Blue Show with uh, a guy named Wes, and I actually got to to jump in and speak about the whole Super League. On Sunday night, or was that oh, Monday? Oh, thanks
0: for the heads oh, up. Oh, that's that's I what did
2: you did tell okay. you
1: guys. Thank you very much. You told um, me. I don't think you told Zach. So <laughs>
2: the, he he listens to us, and yeah, he was depressed about the Super League, and then yeah, he asked this question. So shout out to Trey. He he's a big FIFA guy.
1: What's up, Whoa. Trey?
0: I actually matched Xbox? up with him once. He's he's good.
1: Oh, oh that's shoot.
0: that's him. I remember you telling me about him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it was a good trade. Uh,
2: Is Trey better than you? I mean, he beat me in a managerial masterpiece or whatever oh, that, that was. Sounds like he's pretty good. I think we're doing objectives for the Giroud part. He beat me. He's got a good team. He does. He's doing a uh, past and present Chelsea
1: team. That's how he does it. his ultimate team. It's better than yours.
0: Yeah,
1: for <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, he was he was probably committed to it earlier, so he's he's built I onto. It. I don't
0: have Zola or Drogba yet.
1: We'll gotta get those soon. <laughs> um all right. Let's uh let's this he asked what players needed most back in ugh, my god. I don't know why I'm messing up these questions. What player is needed most back in the side that's either injured or benched? I, mean, I don't know. This is why another we, hint, yeah, hints, Why are we getting all no. these like subliminal questions that well, are that's not, clearly about My answer Tammy. is not
2: Tammy though? Tiago? No. My answer is In the Premier League, I want Cho to start. I don't want to see Reese James because right now we need goals. The defense in the Premier League is doing just fine. West Brom, an anomaly. If you saw the Crystal Palace game, Zach, you alluded to it. Mm -hmm. It's a pain in the ass to deal with four attacking players at any time, especially in a quick counter. And Cho is dangerous as hell from the wide position. Unleash our attack a little bit. We don't need to play pragmatic. Like, it's not an elimination game in the Premier League. The Crystal mm-hmm. Palace game should have been a trap game and we played open and we destroyed them. And it could have been worse.
0: And you could make those you could always make those adjustments too. Yeah, start out worst, attacking. Worst case scenario, sub on Reese. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I I want Cho to start at right wing back in the Premier League. West Ham, we're gonna get to them. Probably not in a good position squad right now um after them oh, i lost my place after them fulham perfect place for cho to start um uh, man city you can make the argument arsenal i want him to start there again i want him to terrorize baka Osaka so that that guy can get, get humbled back to earth too and aston villa same thing kill him in transition i want cho starting in the premier league at right wing back it is not a diss to Reese James. It's just that we're dying for goals right now, and if we're gonna play with a fluid, non-target man front three, I want a guy that can get himself in the box, and and get into tight spaces, and that's Cho. So I want Cho at right wing back.
0: Wow. Ditto.
1: <laughs> that's your answer too, Cho.
0: Yeah, and um, and a much less winded. Ditto.
1: I hope you're not making a comment about Andres's long answer, Zach. I
0: really hope no, you're not doing no, that. no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> okay, not good. No, it's good. good. I, I think I think the only other one that you could argue is maybe Tammy, but we've already kind of beat that one with a stick. So, um, yeah.
2: Oh man, Alonso deserves more minutes. <laughs> that was my Joe- answer too. Mark was Alonso.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, the more Ben Chilwell plays, the better off we are. Um, Agreed. All right, we've got a question here from t- at Tim Chelsea. Two he questions says, from Tim. Two. two questions. He says, describe the Super League in one word. I'll 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 start off. Nonsense. Nonsense. That's that's my answer. No, oh, actually, sorry. No, 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 no. No, my word is <laughs> capitalism. It was cap uh, capitalism at its finest. My friend actually texted me. He he doesn't watch any soccer, and he was like, "Can you please like give me like a too long didn't read like summary of what's going on?" And I just texted him capitalism. <laughs> That's all I
0: said. Like, <laughs> that was literally what it was. Uh, Spot but, on. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. I, I'd say. Greed. greed. A dirty word. Uh huh.
1: Andreas?
2: I want to say dead. dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, now, this is an ac- accurate word. Now, all right. And he asks as well. I a little bit premature, but ideal transfer window is is it too early? First of all, is it too early to ask this question? Second of all, what is I mean, your answer? it
2: we're we're getting close to the the rumor mill coming back up. I think. The about... only reason it hasn't started as early as normal is because the the Euros are happening, and and when a major tournament like that is is in the kind of horizon, teams wait to see who the new star who arises out of those are. But I I, I think we can play we can play along.
1: Okay. Yeah. So. I think what's we should... your answer? I...
0: I think we should just name one position that we think we need definite upgrading in. Because I think it's hard to kind of gauge what we're going to do exactly. Declanize. I mean, I think... <laughs> Declan <laughs> Rice. Let's no, do I... it. I don't yeah. know, man. Why not? I was going to say a center back. I still don't need another need center find... back. We still need to find that ultimate leader at the back.
1: Xavier wait what? The, we have Tiago
0: Silva. What for the and, lo- and for the Dave. Long- no, I'm talking uh, long term. Not dude, Xavier Xavier. Like a, and, uh, Like a Jimenez <laughs> a possibly. Yeah. Maybe one of our youth guys comes back and looks good. I mean Mark Gay, He's doing really well. Maybe that's him in two or three years. But I'm talking about the guy right now. We've been we've been
1: I want a center
0: mid, I just don't know back. Who. Yeah, center mid I, I too. think we
2: need a center mid to that can actually – the issue is we're doing – again, winning 1-0 and and 2-1 right now is fine because it's getting us the results. But teams are not afraid of of Kovacic, Conte, or Jorginho when they're at the edge of the box. And we need somebody that can be a threat,
0: just anyone.
2: And I don't know right now who can do that because I'm struggling for it. Declan Rice, great option. Sure, he would be great. If Mount know, plays
0: there more defense. often, he could be like you, like that long
2: names like uh, Kamavinga. Apparently, Bayern's already like. If Bayern tells you they want a player, they most likely it's, it's game over. So.
0: I don't <laughs> think he'll go to. I don't. I don't think he goes to Bayern. Why not? Because I think someone else probably offers more.
2: Didn't, didn't you hear that you know Real Madrid has no money? They can't afford a Holland or a Mbappe without
1: a super league. No, they're making they're gonna make the money up, uh they're gonna make the money up by collecting all of the liquidation liquidated damages ah, from all right, the teams that the backed, backed back out. out. That's oh. what I'm, I think that was literally their plan to form this to rush it in, and then knowing very well that there's gonna be such fan backlash that there's no way it could go through, and that's how Real got out of debt. That is the pl- that was the master plan. Honestly, we should gotta give uh, Florentino Perez more credit. That's a that was a smart idea. <laughs> um, so was wasn't there what there was a center back that we were linked with that was a relatively Kunde. big name. Yeah, is that is that happening? Is, the the, link is that Kounde? We're linked. With oh, and Nicolas. Sule. Yeah, Nicolas Sule. That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, that and that one was that was a. Uh what's his name? Ornstein reported that. So that one actually has a like, legitimacy. I like
0: the Kunde links. I think those are kinda nice. He looks like a good player and he and he could play on the right or as a center back.
2: Yeah, he's a little bit smaller, so he would need to be paired up in the back four with a bigger guy. And then in the back three, like you said, yeah, he would be he would slot in for Aspie you would imagine.
1: Yeah. Not replace him, but compliment him. Uh, all right, let's move into the final section. We're gonna go through our West Ham preview, um, and it's weird to say that this isn't our this. This is the biggest match I think remaining in the Premier League. Um, we haven't we do play City. We still have City left, but as far as a, a win helping us and hurting our competition all in one this is definitely our most important match uh, left in the premier league season uh i mean once i like i said before fifth they're sitting right behind us tied in points we're only clear on goal differential and it was what plus 8 we said plus 9 mm-hmm. yeah um, plus 8 and thankfully for chelsea they do have a uh, west ham does have a couple players reportedly supposed to be out so Craig Dawson is out with two yellows. Um, Aaron Cresswell is going is questionable. Jesse Lingard, the rebirth of Jesse Lingard, which is nobody saw coming. Uh, he Lingardino. came off. Lingardino came off last game with a, a cr- what looked like to be a cramp, but uh, it's listed now as a thigh injury. Reportedly, he's he has a seventy five chance, seventy five percent chance of. Of starting or of playing so I think that's that that that's probably gonna decide whether we win or not it's honestly is whether Jesse Lingard plays or not uh, oh, in all seriousness <laughs> that's probably what it's gonna come down to Good Lord Declan that's, Rice that's, that's where we are hey Decl- a- 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 it has nothing to do with us it has to that's do with Jesse Lingard like the what he's doing right now is, is nothing I've never seen anything like it just a guy coming from from Scoring one goal last year in the f- final seconds of the season to all now right, all right, all
0: right, bagging all right. goals. Jesse Lingard. Okay,
1: well, when I say Jesse Lingard, don't give me
0: that that response. Reigning player say, of the month. am I right? I, no, no, listen. He is. Yeah, don't say Don't say. I just say think, we're, on, I just think we're jerking him off with him two hands instead of one. That's all I'm saying.
1: I mean, I, 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 this is the preview. I got I to gotta point out the, the players that are good so that people can keep an eye on him. Then uh, Declan Rice uh, and Miguel Antonio are going to be out for sure. So uh, yeah, that th- those are the two ones that obviously help us out the most. But
0: what do you expect to see, Zach? Uh, it's in, gonna in, in, be yeah. it's gonna be interesting. I mean, without Miguel Antonio, they really didn't. Uh, They didn't have any other options to score goals, and then Lingard popped up out of nowhere, so that didn't really matter that he's been out. But um, they've been playing a a lot of different people up top. I know most recently they played Jared Bone up there, who's actually a winger. Um, So I think, you know, their shape is going to be interesting. Um, Craig Dawson's out. Same with Cresswell. If he doesn't play, they might have to switch to a back four, which they haven't been doing as often this season so they could be familiar. There's a lot of different shapes they can throw at us just because of, you know, the injury situation that they have and Moyes tends to get creative with the formations too. He's not scared to switch things up. So <sighs> listen man, they're going to be after us. They know it's a big game for them and it's also a London derby, so it's never easy against them. I think uh I think it's going to be tight but gotta go 2-0. I think I, I think we have enough to beat them. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're going to struggle to create, especially if Lingard, if Lingard doesn't play, they're not going to create much at all. Um, and our Jorginho will outpace their Mark Noble any day of the week. So two nutshells. <laughs> hey,
1: FIFA 22 cover athlete Mark Noble, okay? Put some respect <laughs> on his name.
0: <laughs> he was the best player in the Premier League, or he was a captain of the best Premier League team for what? Forty-eight hours. Yeah,
2: 40.
0: <laughs> second best. Credit. Lester's
1: still ahead. Oh, Lester! Oh, yeah, Lester, yeah. yeah.
0: Lester should have been in the Big Twelve. In in, in the twelve, man.
1: Uh, don't don't get too high of yourself. Uh, Andreas, <laughs> what about you? Gino. Give it's me safe. a chose start, and we score three goals.
0: Reno, ooh, song
1: ish again. My my answer depends on whether. Uh, Lingardinho starts or not, it does. We either win two nil if he doesn't play or two one if he plays. We're not keeping a clean sheet. It's inevitable. You can't. You, you can hope to contain him, but you can't stop him. Dread a, it,
2: run from, from it. it. Destiny comes all the same.
1: He's
0: right. gonna score a scorpion off a corner. <laughs> if
1: that happens, we will. We will, <laughs> no, dude, we will become. Not, we will. We will change our. Needs if, to be Persian. Yeah, in order to do that, yeah, yeah. no, the Persians yeah. are they they do the bicycle.
0: Persians kicks. are bicycle.
2: Kicks. If no, Jesse Lingard... Right. Lingard, the Lingard Persian fusion unlocks the scorpion kick. Who was
0: who was the goalkeeper that did the scorpion?
2: Oh, he's like a uh, Colombian, Colombian
0: guy. guy. So, is that, so that's a Colombian thing. Right? Yeah,
1: the but if 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 Lingard scores a scorpion, we were we have to agree to change the name of our podcast to lingard's empire for a week at least okay no bro it's not gonna (laughs) happen just agree to it why would you
0: impose that on yourself it's not gonna happen just do it all right well that brings us (laughs) to the end of this week's episode (laughs) of lingard's empire if you guys are still listening i'd be i'd honestly be shocked um but yeah chelsea saved the football if you're not following us on twitter um make sure you are at romans empire pod uh that same handle applies to our instagram as well and um big match at the weekend make sure you all tune in we're definitely going to be recording after i know andres is going to be on vacation so are you going to be joining us or not joining us i'm putting you on the spot here
2: oh god um that is tough i will be for sure watching the matches enjoy your vacation
1: maybe, andres don't worry maybe about maybe i
2: will be dropping videos on the instagram and bringing that back slash twitter with my reactions that. you and can call in for you can
1: call in for like 10 minutes. Just don't. And just don't drink the crazy. tap water. Yeah, oh, cool, I hard. can actually
2: drink the tap water. You, you guys can't.
1: What? It, well, it, it, oh, it doesn't. If, it doesn't and affect. Because I was born Venezuela. and
2: raised in Venezuela.
0: Bro, you drink the tap water Venezuela in Venezuela. Attitude. Yeah. You didn't boil it first. Mm-hmm. Not really. Is there, I drink out there, of like, hose,
2: water hoses and all this other random stuff as a kid. You're a kid.
1: Is there oil like mixed in with your guys' water? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude, I'm – honestly, my pee was worth like $3 a
0: pint. Damn. All right. Well, That's... Um, <laughs> until next week. Jeez, man. I well, hey, hey, I got, <laughs> hey, I, hey,
1: Andres, after the pod, I got a really good business idea I'm going to pitch to you, okay?
0: Yeah. Andres, uh, you're in or no? <laughs> you're in. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That almost went over my head. All right, keep the blue flag flying high, everybody.